Episode 82 of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash Busting Balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. And you can also find us on Spotify. Search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic the 2022-2023 Premier League final grades. John Jeffrey, give their ratings on all 20 Premier League clubs as we now know their fates. John, what's happening, brother? Jungs, es ist Dortmund. Oh, you just had to put the knife in immediately, didn't you? Ah, uh, what else can you lead off on? Dortmund doing the most Dortmund thing ever. I'm just... Blowing that title on the last day of the season. Folks, if your life depends on Borussia Dortmund winning a critical game, you're dead. That's all there yeah, is to make it. Your, make your will now. That's all we're saying. Oh, my goodness. I They went down 2-0 to Mines when they – especially, especially when they had – they still had a chance. Because, they went because Köln had equalized. And they missed a penalty. Yeah, they, did. they, missed, a di- yeah, they missed a different penalty. Yeah. Oh, it's just watching that on, on afternoon. Yeah. Was, uh, it was 8.30 in the morning for me, brother. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Your commitment with you. Know, I, I was mid-afternoon. I was fine. But, oh, dear God. Well, I mean, I was already up to watch Celtic uh, lift their title. But we'll talk about them in a few minutes. Yeah. You know, Bayern in a crucial 50-50 game, go and win it. Just. <sighs> Dortmund have most of that game. And they cannot put the ball in the net when it counts. Oh, unbelievable. I mean, they did get two. It was a 2-2 draw. And, hmm. you know, let's not... I mean, But the second one was basically when it didn't... Yeah, they got the draw when the draw didn't matter. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that is absolutely true. They got the draw when it didn't matter. And they tied on points. But, you know, Bayern had a plus 15 goal differential. So, yeah, it went to Bayern. So, yes, the Bundesliga has ended. Bayern with an 11th consecutive Meisterschale. Yeah. It's gross. You do fear for German football when Bayern have had pretty much a mess, particularly the second half of the season. 
and still win the league. You know, I still think that not enough people are talking about the fact that Thomas Tuchel botched a treble. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. the, it, it's not exactly been Tuchel's season, has it? I know he ends up with a league title here, but... Ugh. Yeah, barely getting a Meisterschale. Yeah. Craw crawling over the line when Bayern have been dominant in that league for it, essentially ever since Jurgen Klopp left. Yeah. Yeah, and then, to the point... yeah and, and then we find out that Oliver Kahn was basically immediately sacked as CEO of Bayern Munich. Oh, yeah. Who was, who was someone was sacked with him, weren't they, as well? I can't I, remember I think who. so, but Tuchel was not that person. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which we were all going, Is uh, will they? Will they? No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. But goodness great. And I, I'm going to say, too, that let, let's give credit to Giovanni Reina, because when he came on is when Dortmund finally got their act together. Yeah. And, I, and I will... <laughs> And I will give them, and I will give them a point for the fact that there was a blatant penalty that should have been called, and was oh, not was not even it was one. not even yeah. looked at by VAR. So as much as we dog on English refereeing, which uh, we're going to do a little bit of that again, uh, as much as we dog on English refereeing, uh, yeah, the German refs uh, messed that one up big time. It was horrific, wasn't it? That was such a blatant, that was blatant. That was a blatant but, penalty. But you know what the bit to dwell on with Germany this season was? I think as we've been going on all season, Union Berlin. Oh, 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 and let's not forget that Dortmund also missed a penalty too, so. We, we did mention that, yeah. Yeah, oh, that was what you, oh, that was the one you mentioned. I thought you were talking about yeah. Köln had missed a penalty. No, 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 no. Because Köln made theirs. Can't make this yet. No, Dortmund yeah. missed this between the first two goals. Yeah, which I, I you know, I, uh, I, I don't want to dog on Sebastian Allaire too much because he did kind of come back from testicular cancer. But you know, that was a bad penalty. That was such a bad. Someone penalty. Someone else take the penalties next time, guys. Yeah, 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 seriously. But yes, Union Berlin have made the Champions League, which is, uh, uh, to me, that is the story of this season. And I am absolutely delighted for them. Union, you know, again, we have two teams now in the top echelons of the Erste Bundesliga that were from the East. And the paths they took to get there are just so wildly contrasting. When you consider, you know, well, we, well I mean, we, we, we talked about this last episode with Union yeah. And, you know, their fans and what they did versus Leipzig, who, you know, had the 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 fortune of being bought out by Red Bull. Yeah. The, you know, the, the one the one guys get the the elevator to the top Union Berlin do it properly. And boy, did they boy, did they. And I still think that, you know, you know, I got to say that the, the transfer of Josip Juranovic from Celtic to Union Berlin Considering how Anthony Johnston performed for Celtic after that, um, I think it worked out for all parties involved. Honestly, absolutely good. Yeah, really good signing. But for yeah, for for both Celtic and Union, it turned out. But let's so, yeah. talk about the bottom half. You know, the other club in Berlin, Hertha, relegated so hard. 
<laughs> like they were relegated so hard. Schalke, who were trash all season, Schalke are above them, but also relegated. So that's two fallen giants right there. Matt, yeah, you're looking at that. I, you look at that, that's two staples of the of the Bundesliga, the Easter Bundesliga up there. And yeah, I I wouldn't have called that the start of the season. I have to say, but they they frankly have entirely justified it all season long. Oh, they were trash. They were trash this year. There's no way around it. Um, in the meantime, we had a similar situation in the Zweite Bundesliga because we had two clubs that were tied on points, but a superior uh, a plus fourteen goal difference. Heidenheim comes up after winning the Zweite Bundesliga on the last day. Oh, man, that, pipping, that's what... pipping Darmstadt by by goal difference. Um, St. Pauli, unfortunately, did not make the playoff. Uh, what makes that what makes that worse is the fact that Hamburger <laughs> made the playoff. You know, they're they're derby rivals. Yeah, but Hamburg have a task because they're going to be facing off against Stuttgart, another fallen giant. Well, that, that's not. Hamburg were huge back in the day. I mean, yeah. I know we're going back thirty years, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, exactly. There were a lot of big clubs around the top of that Zweite Bundesliga. It's rock hard to get back up off that. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, Hamburg have a tax now too because they, if they want to come back up, they have to beat Stuttgart, and I'm sure Stuttgart's going to be motivated to try and stay up too. You it's know. Gonna- so yeah, it's uh yeah, so that that that's Germany for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh <laughs> so much of lettuce all day, apart from Union. <laughs> yeah, Union at least we, we get a little bit of justice from uh from yeah. Union. And and I can safely say that I am backing Union all the way in the Champions League next season because fuck that shit for the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna see. But yeah, folks, never trust Dortmund with anything. Ever. Ever. You know, they, they just announced that Chelsea will be facing Dortmund at Soldier Field, and I'm just kind of looking at it like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Which bunch of losers do you want? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, I'll give Chelsea credit for one thing, is that their women's team had their shit together this season. They have won the Women's Super League. With uh, quite possibly the best women's player in the world at the moment, Sam Kerr, in Magnificent fall. She used to be at also Chicago. scored the winner in the cup final. She used to be at Chicago Red Stars. <laughs> I, listeners, you can't see Jeff's face here, but uh, it, it, it's a beautiful picture. It, she, she used to be at Chicago Red Stars, and I just I, I I I miss her so much at Chicago Red Stars, not playing against Arsenal. <laughs> you, you know. I'm almost seeing here Jeff holding that picture and looking longly. If this was a film, you would have the sad music swelling over this <laughs> as he just makes the goo goo eyes at the ah. Oh. Uh, what, what, what could have been? Uh, I will say Arsenal's women did have a hell of a season. They also had some hella hellified injuries to deal yeah. with with Leah Williamson and. Um, uh, Beth Mead, especially. Yeah, um, you, you look at the standard at the top of the women's game, and there isn't again. It's it's like the men's game. I mean, there's no room whatsoever to slip up. Yeah, and, you know, no room 
it's a very unforgiving if you get key injuries like that. So. But you know, that being said, um, that being said, uh, uh, Arsenal did finish third uh, behind Manchester United women. Uh, those two clubs will be in the qualifying for the Women's Champions League. So hopefully they'll make it through. Uh, relegated from the Women's Super League is Reading, which is following on form with their men's team, it seems. <laughs> yeah, they, they have been trash all year again. Well, but so. they, and they also had points deducted, as I recall, too. Yeah. But yeah, or are we still talking about the women's team? Very right? bad teams there at the bottom. Yeah, they, they, they really were. But let's talk about some teams that are not trash. Let's talk about Luton Town. Oh, Beating man. Coventry in an absolute thriller at Wembley that went all the way to extra time and penalties. That game had everything. That game had literally everything. And the best part about it was is that I had no actual rooting interest in either of them, so I could watch it stress-free. Same. And I, I think the story you've got here is Pelly Roddick, Roddick and Panzu here, who joined Luton in the sixth tier of English football mm-hmm. and will now get to play in the Premier League for them in August. What a story. Uh, Pep Guardiola is going to pull up to Kenilworth Road and crap himself, I think. Can <laughs> you imagine? Like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> he's going to look at this and say, what is this? (laughs) I've got to say, as as a veteran who remembers the last time Luton were up, I'm so freaking glad they haven't got that plastic pitch down again. And I I can also remember them beating Arsenal to trophies. (laughs) Well, a trophy, yes. (laughs) Yeah, a Hey, I I realize that because my sister used to go to school with the daughter of one of the players. It was like... Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I, I was at root against Arsenal that day. Sorry, Jeff. You're not sorry. <laughs> You're a Liverpool fan. You're not sorry for rooting against well, Arsenal. It's Arsenal in the late 80s. You beat us to a League Cup and the league. Yeah, I'm not sorry at all. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> when were the last time Luton were up? It was the uh, eight, it, it was, was season, oh it was right it was before the Premier League. League. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the last season an English manager won the won the league too. Yeah, it was it they voted for the premiership to come into being, but never played in it. I mean, you know, what do you do? What do you do? I mean <laughs> yeah. and, and, and they, but they, they brought themselves back. I mean, it's a wonderful story. And Coventry had a similar thing. Coventry, yeah, Coventry had a similar story. I really hope Coventry come back up next season. Yeah, I hope Coventry. Uh, I also hope um, Millwall come up next season. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I always hope that, and it never happens. It's good. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah. We'll, I won't go into who I hope get relegated. We'll come to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know who you hope get relegated. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, should we briefly mention that fact that, uh, yeah, uh, the Premier League relegatees have been decided and it was uh, none of the promoted teams? Nope, I think. So yeah. Nottingham Forest better be sending a gift card to, to, to Mikel Arteta for that botch job last week. But the fact of the matter is, is that our relegatees are Southampton. Leeds United and Leicester City. Yeah, Southampton, who deserved it completely, who have been at the bottom of the table for a long time now. Leeds, who somehow hung in there because no one else could win games around them. 
and Leicester, who must be one of the best squads to go down for a long, long time. John, uh, I, I hate to spoil this for you for our main topic, but uh, I, I'm just going to spoil some of my ratings here. There were a lot of uh, stinky, smelly, shitty teams in the Premier League this year. In fact, I'm going to say most of them were. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. I entirely agree with that, actually, but we'll come to that for later. Yeah, well, you might not like some of my ratings for some certain teams, but... Oh. Oh, you wait till <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, man. I mean, it, it's been a long time coming. I mean, <laughs> if, if, I, for I most imagine. of the history of this show, actually. Which, by the way, are you aware that uh, coming up in the next episode or so is our five year anniversary? Five years, man. And we're still as young and beautiful as the day That's we right. first. <laughs> my my hair is just flowing yeah. right now oh yeah yeah and the, and the beard it, mm -hmm. it's, only, it's only gotten better over the years that's right damn right uh let's go to italy where juve have just lost uh one nil to milan but also had 10 further points docked off of them the, yeah it's first they're up then they're down so the thing i want to know is when's the appeal that when they get them restored that's a really, really good question. But because oddly enough, oddly enough, they're actually in a European spot. They're in the Conference League. Oh wow! Still, even with ten points off. Even with ten points off, they 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 are in the Conference League. Yeah, will that get appeal? Yeah, when they appeal that, I don't. You know, when does it take effect? I don't know. Well, they're, they're, I, I, if you make, they'll appeal it. Of course they will. Well, I think they already they have, appeal, but when, when the judgment will come down is another story. Yeah. But boy, this is just a, a this has just been one messy saga after another, and it's all been the same saga. Yeah, it's just deal with it. You know, it, it's it's not that complicated an issue. I, if you can find them, if, if they were guilty of what they've been accused of, apply the, the, the commensurate punishment. If they're not guilty, come out and clearly explain why not. Yeah. And now Roma have uh, been given a, uh, a berth into the Europa League. But, I mean, that could that could change too because we still have what, they still have one more match round to go. And the thing I love about Roma is, uh, you know, they, they got 63 points two years ago. They brought Jose Mourinho in and spent a lot of money. And went slightly backwards with 62 points. If they win their last game, they get 63 points. They spent a fuck ton of money to go absolutely nowhere. Well, it they wouldn't be the first ones. <laughs> they would not well, be the well, first ones. Um, <laughs> but let's talk the bottom of the table. Uh, Sampdoria and Cremonese are already relegated. They're, they're, they're toast. So the last relegation spot is going to be between Hellas Verona and Spezia. I actually hope Spezia goes through and not just because they have American owners. Absolutely. I, I, again, I, I'd like to see Spezia in the in Serie A for another season. I, I mean, why the yeah. hell not? Why the hell not? I'd like variety. Yeah, me too. It's uh, it, it's 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 a wonderful variety is a wonderful thing in football, as we we will discuss later. PSG 
are probably going to win France at this point. I think they pretty much already have. But yeah. um, next season, they may not have. They're gonna have. They're gonna be missing at least two out of the three of Neymar, Lionel Messi, and Kylian Mbappe. Man, that that's gonna be a fun league when when those go. I, I don't think Messi is as key for them as the other guys. True, but, but and, and I really hope, and I really hope he's not going to Saudi Arabia. I really hope he's not going to go there. Because I my think that would, be, that would be an awful way to end his career, honestly. My money is him going back to Barcelona, but yeah, with his sponsorship deals. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, Inter Miami still think they're in with a chance. Really? Yeah. Are they just basically mortgaging the entire club for this? Uh, you know, it's David Beckham. Who the hell knows what he's doing? <laughs> Messi probably the one guy who's got richer from football than Beckham. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You may be right on that. <laughs> I mean, they and, and they both got you know their their lay sponsorships during the uh, <laughs> during the World Cup. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if those did did did, did that commercial with uh, with uh, David Beckham and uh, Peyton Manning make it over there? No, no. no because thank God, you you were so lucky. <laughs> There are about fifty people in the country who know Peyton Manning is, you know. So. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you, you are so lucky with that. You, you dodge a, you really dodge a bullet there, my guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna have to look this up because I know who Peyton Manning is, obviously, and Jesus. Yeah, it, it, they were not good. They were, they were awful. So hey, uh, as mentioned, Celtic lifted their, I believe it's their fifty second Scottish Premier. Ship trophy, you know, his top flight trophy for their their fifty second league win. Yes, Rangers are still ahead by three, but you know, let's face it, yeah, we all that, know that who. Next year, we all know it. Yeah, um, but that's not the biggest story. Although I did like seeing Kyogo and and uh, O both score a brace yesterday. That was that was a nice way to to, to kick off. And Ange Postecoglou is, is, is so the man. He he really is the man over there. I, I it's a, I'm at the point where I'm going. How long could Celtic hold on to him? Well, I'm I'm gonna be surprised to see how long they hang on to Kyogo. You know, Kyogo, the, yeah, I, I think Kyogo, the uh, the man who's been called up to Japan squad at last. Finally, what the hell? That's just that's just wrong. You know, that is just absolutely wrong. It, it, yeah, that's been one of the uh, great mysteries for me of the, of the season. Why is, why is the manager thinking? What because is the manager thinking? In a, in a good standard of European League. What the hell? The man could score goals. We've seen it. I mean, he's been Scotland's top stor scorer the last two seasons. Is it just because he plays in Scotland? Well, then why do you call up Dyson Maeda too, you know? Who, incidentally, scored against Germany in the Cup. Let's not forget, you know. I, I think we. I think we're talking Scotland, though. Away from celebrations, we need to talk the Edinburgh derby here. Oh my goodness gracious! Uh, yeah, get, take it away, John. Well, was it was it one all that that finished? It was. It was one all at Tynecastle. One all at Tynecastle. Do you think between Hearts and Hibs, the, the 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 Logan Roy derby? Yeah, and then friend friend of the show. Uh, Chris Tosano came up and went, 
have a look at what's going on. And so we turn round. The, the, the benches had emptied. A bench-clearing brawl at Tynecastle between Hearts and Hibs. Holy schmoleys. <laughs> Man, it, it was... <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't have that at at at, at, uh, at Ibrox or, or Parkhead any time this year between those derbies. It, it's one of those things that the competitors go, you hate to see it. No, you love to see it. <laughs> we, yeah, deep down, we love to see it. We, we, oh, we... I don't even go deep down. I, I just go higher. <laughs> I absolutely... I oh, love it. Goodness gracious. So, hey, let's talk Scotland real quick. Oh, uh, how? Can, can we mention, yes, yeah, Scotland, can we talk Partick Thistle here? If we must. In, in, the, in the, yeah. No, in, no, 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 the, it's fine. No, I like They just won the second playoff game. We've talked about the playoff structure in Scotland before. Yes. Partick Thistle in the playoff games have just. They they won the first uh, by seven to seven three I believe it was Whoa. including a three nil away win and they just completed an eight nil aggregate win over A. So they're going to be facing Ross, Ross County. County. Yeah, so Which, it's part uh, of Ross County. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with Park Thistle because uh, I mean I used to not mind Ross County, but it is. Uh, some real fuck Malky Mackay hours all day long around these yeah, parts. Totally. Absolutely. And and the, the, my, my good friend Michael, the big part of this band, was quite happy that it wasn't Dundee United, the old playoff nemesis of theirs that they're playing. Yeah, so, well, they got yeah. Straight, yeah, well, that's because they got straight relegated. So, uh, ironically, Dundee will be replacing them. <laughs> I love some dramatic irony, me. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, who is playing a playoff in the championship against whoever it was in Scottish League One? Hamilton Academical boy, they have just fallen off. Oh, they plummeted. They totally. have. They are trash. What has happened to Hamilton Academical? A good question. I don't entirely know. <laughs> I've only been paying attention to Thistle. Understood. Because I, of friends. I understood. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been a, it, I mean, this has been a fun weekend uh, of ups and downs because I mean, yeah, I was on a high watching the trophy lift at Parkhead, and I was like, oh, this feels really good. Boy, did that plummet watching <laughs> Dortmund and Mines, and then yeah, and then uh, and then yeah, that 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 game uh, at Wembley, the 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 championship playoff, that was amazing. That was just amazing. Just an amazing weekend of football. And you mentioned our boy Chris Damaseno earlier. Yeah. Well, of course, I used to do podcasts with as well. Uh, we haven't done that in quite some time. But um, he has a video that he produced. He he normally just does like football manager saves. You know, he, 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 he tracks through that. But he has a video that he produced um, about... The season that um, Knotts County had, and it's really, really good. And yeah. you out there listening should watch and listen to it. Uh, he is available on YouTube. I hold on, I gotta find out his uh, his YouTube name. I think we can put a link up in the uh, show's tw uh, social media feeds here. Yeah, we can, we can, or we can just tell him to go to uh, oh, God, what is this. 
Come on now. Why can't I? You know, it, it figures I can't find the thing I need when I need it. You know, how, 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 how do you like that? You know, <laughs> it's always the way. It's always the freaking way. But, we, shouldn't talk, we shouldn't talk so much shit on Twitter because then we'd be able to find the links quite easily. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? It, it's, it's fun. It, it, it's all our fault. You know, while I'm looking for this, um, I mean, what do we have? Okay, it, he search for Brazilian <laughs> with an S, not a Z. Brazilian Fury, which is his name pretty much everywhere on socials so you can also find them on twitter at at those names too so yeah look for brazilian fury uh knotts county fc undeniable heroes it's a great video piece you should uh really really take a look and uh take a look at it and watch it uh coming up uh what do we have left we have an fa cup final a scottish cup final which unfortunately i'm not going to be able to watch because i already committed myself to something else not remembering when the game was so that was a bit of a tactical error on my part but um mm -hmm. unfortunately and, the, miss that. and then the champions the champions in europa league finals oh i guess conference league too but who gives a shit about that west ham fans actually <laughs> oh yeah oddly enough west ham fans yeah um so yeah the, years, last one so 40 years, 70 years yeah until then um we don't have the Women's World Cup until July. So <laughs> I think I think coming up, we're going to have a... Uh, we're either going to have a pod blast or we're just going to wait and do a special all-in-one inclusive episode because it should be our five-year anniversary then, I believe. Oh, yeah. The so... Point. You, you know... I, th I think we can't finish the news section without saying that, you know, we, we don't usually do our due diligence on the preseason predictions. You know, we, we do this at the start of every season. Oh, the Jeff, likely or unlikely, yes. Likely or unlikely. <laughs> Jeff, uh, it should be said, has nailed one this year. I did. I did. I, yeah. I, I, what was the question, John? Um, was it, was it uh, um, South Korean Rangers combined fourth? Was it Five or less, fewer losses against everyone else, or something like that. That's yeah, I guess oh. any non old firm team. And yes, I nailed it because it was two apiece. So yeah, so in in the league, oh, so hey. yeah, and uh, yeah, of course, you know, uh, Inverness, Caledonian, Thistle. Good luck to you, but yeah, I'm I'm pulling for Celtic all the way, of course, in the uh, in the cup final, in the Scottish Cup final. Uh, honestly, I hope Man U beats City because I think it'd be hilarious. Yep. And and Forza Inter. Forza Inter. Uh, one last thing. One last thing. I'm just going to point out, and I'll probably say this again on, in another segment on another episode, but, uh, John, I am committing myself for the Women's World Cup to watch it in Spanish because I cannot deal with Fox Sports. <laughs> I don't know how you can deny yourself, Alexi Lalas. How can you not Very love Very easily. Exactly. <laughs> very easily <laughs> deny myself, Alexi Lawless. Um, see, see, the way I'm going, I'm going, you know more about football, you've got a better beard. <laughs> the campaign for Jeff. And for I, don't the world have, I don't, have, I don't have any you. sweaty opinions nope. about Ron DeSantis. Man, how can, you have, how can anyone have an opinion of Ron DeSantis? He's got his ass handed to him by Disney, for fuck's sake. Yeah, well. he's stupid enough to go against them. You know oh. what? As long as you know, if the Republican Party can self-destruct over this, 
I, I cannot disagree with this in the slightest. Not no. my country, but my God, what a trash player they are. Oh, my God. What what trash people they are. Hey, totally. Anywho, that's all the news I got. John, how about you? Yeah, I think we'll leave it there. I think we've got a big one coming up. we got a really big one coming up. So coming up, today's topic, the 2022-2023 Premier League final grades. John and Jeffrey give their ratings on all 20 Premier League clubs as we now know their fates. Please stay tuned. With the second half of episode 82 of the Best in Balls podcast, this time, the one you've been waiting for all season, the final Premier League grades, John and Jeffrey run down how each team in the Premier League has done and how we, we think they've done compared to what they should do. Now we know their final league position. So, so yeah. So uh, in previous editions of this and, and in the midterm grades too, we, we've uh, generally gone like in some sort of order, uh, be it league table position, be it alphabetical order, be it reverse alphabetical order. This time to make it a little more interesting, I ran a random number generator from one to 20 and it, to put it into a sequence. And uh, we're going to run this based on that, although I'm looking at this now and maybe some of it isn't doesn't seem as random as it should. But trust me, it was. I think, you know, we all lead off with one of the season's surprise packages. I know due to a fluke of the picture list, they still have one game left. I think we need to talk. How do we grade AFC Richmond this season? Wow, you went. The, you know, I still have not even watched that season yet. Oh, you haven't? Oh, oh I haven't. I have not. But also, you know, well, you you know what? You're behind on Succession too, and that ends tonight. So yeah, yeah. I, I've watched three episodes of Succession. You know what can I say? Three whole episodes. Wow. Three, you, you've only you've three, only, three you've, you've only, you've only got thirty six more to go, brother. <laughs> I'll be I'll be there. I'll get there eventually. Slow path is more fun. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, who wants to go? For, who who should go first this time? I think you should. Let's see. You you can go first on this one. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to start off. So our first uh, one was uh, in this random uh, number generation was uh, number eleven. So that brings us to Crystal Palace. Uh, eleven wins, twelve draws, fifteen losses, forty five points. Um, and removed a an exciting manager with an old stodgy one. So, I mean, which admittedly they seem to improve under said manager, but it still kind of sucked that they that they let go of uh, Patrick Vieira. I thought he really had a good system going. I know Ray Hudson, you know the commentator I've mentioned many times on this show that John you still have yet to experience. Um, 
he uh, on Sirius XM, he was very upset about Patrick Vieira getting fired. I, th I think as well, the Patrick Vieira was fired after an absolute hellish run of fixtures. Roy Hodgson came in for a relatively kind one. So I think that's partly what's responsible for that kind of improvement in form. Yes, I you know, I, I think it's like we said, we, we're going to end up in 500 years' time. The head of Roy Hodgson in a jar will be managing Crystal Palace in the post-apocalypse landscape. That's right. Uh, as for 2022 and 2023, um, they get a solid C from me because yeah, what it, else? Yeah, I, I think it's a C. I, if you would put Palace absolutely solid mid-table at the start of the season, they're absolutely solid. They're where you expect um, at the end of the season. But could have been so much more. But yeah, but I, I again, I'm, I'm with Jeff. That regressive step of bringing Roy Hodgson back in, I'm, I'm not keen on it. You know, it, it's it's a okay. We're we, we're in a mild, mildly threatened by relegation, although not really. Yeah, they never really it. were threatened by relegation. Not, not not with how bad some of the teams in the Premier League have been this year. And as I said, there were some. Sweaty, stinky, smelly teams this season. And, uh, well, we may be talking about one of those here very shortly, John. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, so, yeah, C, solid C from me, as you'd expect, but just a, a mark or two off for a regressive step. I, I'll be interested to see who they bring in in the, in the summer for the full-time post. Yeah, because I think, yeah, I think Hodgson is stepping back, he said, so. Yeah, he, he was only a, ever a temporary manager. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah, and hopefully, well, I mean, I, I don't want to, I mean, I don't dislike Roy Hodgson, but, I mean, yeah, dude needs no. to, like, take a, take I, a rest. No, 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 I do dislike Roy Hodgson. Yeah, I know you because do. What, dude, dude, you do not have to put it with losing to, Northampton fucking town at home with a manager like yeah, him. I, yeah, I know you do, but I, I don't mind. I mean, he also took Fulham to a Europa League final. I mean, come on, he man. Did well, he did well there, but also, he he managed the single worst tournament England have ever played in. In fact, he, you know, he lost the 2014 World Cup. He lost to Iceland. I'm still gutted that Wales lost to his England side. My God, how bad will be that <laughs> Oh. All right, next up. Are we, are we talking, let's see, the random number generator says five here. Oh. Oh, my. I, 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 let, me, uh, let me read this verdict on the, on the season. There's absolutely no excuse for this. We had everything we needed to make it to next year's Champion League and we failed. We're Liverpool. Qualifying for the competition is the bare minimum. I'm sorry, it's too soon for an uplifting or optimistic post. We let you and ourselves down. Mr. Mo Salah there, setting the standards. Because it, Liverpool did pick up towards the end of the season. You know, you know, seven straight wins when the Champions League was on the line. Yeah, that was great. But outside that, you had a, it was a couple of highlights. We were good at Anfield, you know. There's the 9-0 against Bournemouth, and obviously the 7-0 against United will live forever in the memory of anyone who watched it, particularly Gary Neville's reactions. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but 
for too long the away form was horrible it was it it was relegation level away away from Anfield it was mediocre in the cups i i know we had a you know a hangover from last season fatigue wise but it felt like yeah we, we bought in darwin we bought in gapo in in the in the january transfer window but we didn't solve a problem of the midfield which looked like it was running on empty for far far too long so yeah i i I mean, I I would give it a C minus, but I, I think I'm kind of being generous in a way because I just think it's a, a perfect sum of circumstances, and we just weren't up to standards for so long. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's probably a fair assessment. There is a, is a C minus by Liverpool standards. Uh, yeah, the midfield was was trash. I'm sorry, the, your mid Liverpool's midfield was trash, and I still insist that. Neither Luis Diaz nor Darwin Nunez were proper replacements for Sadio Mane. Of course, I also still insist that Sadio Mane was not a proper replacement for Bayern for Robert Lewandowski either. No, not at all. Um, they, they're good players, but they weren't quite the goal scorers that, Sa- that Mane was. They, uh, they Darwin Nunez spent a lot of the season finding out how to play football, it seemed like. And it, I mean, um, and when he finally did start coming good, I mean, it was great. But I think it was too little, too late by then. And... I think he just has cult hero written all over him, which is you know he's never going to be the, the greatest player. Maybe he's he's such a force of chaos. Yeah, that, but... that's just it. He was a force of chaos more than uh, a, a player that was needed. And yeah, the, the system, when football's got the systems it has these days, he wasn't the guy you needed to break them down a lot of the time. His pace can work, but he doesn't feel like the guy you'd go to from the start. Right. As the two sections towards the end of have shown. Right. So now they're going to be they, yeah. So now they have Europa League football. I mean, what do you do? I mean, what what do you do with that? I mean, that, that's, not, that's not going to yeah. That's not going to attract the type of players that you need to replace even a Mo Salah, because let's face it, Mo Salah is nearly, he, he's, he's in the back nine. He's nearing the end. He, he's he got may still have another league. season or two, but he's nearing the end and he may be leaving Liverpool before then. Yeah. Before he, and you know before what? he's fully so, cooked. Talking that, all I'm going to say is I, I'm sad James Milner's going because he is the greatest free transfer in our history. And I never thought I'd say that after Gary McAllister, but also because I don't think I mentioned it on the main show, Bobby Firmino writing his own scripts, going out with two goals in two games. All hail. Good for him. But, be great yeah, but you still need to replace him next season. And we'll, we'll oh, yeah. see if he can. We'll, we'll maybe, see. Yeah, it, it, we'll it, see. It, exactly. We'll see. It's it's a big summer. I think Gakpo is going to be the guy replacing him because he's got the same sort of role. But with, it, it's a big summer at Anfield for, let's see the side. I know that, I know players who were rumored but yeah yeah let's see how it goes all right so c minus between the two of us up next southampton boy they sucked trash fire (laughs) they they, they were a trash fire even though they somehow managed to get results against arsenal they had two two draws they 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 took they took points off of arsenal hooray for them they sucked otherwise there were there was no positivity to them whatsoever there was no upside and when you go running back to dean when you go running to dean smith 
Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I have my club wrong. I apologize. I have my club wrong. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's face it. After Ralph Hasenhold, they they got relegated. So They were relegated so hard. Their managerial appointments were appallingly bad. Yeah. Let's not, let's not go there. Yeah, ha- Hasenhold was just kind of there. Nathan and, Jones and we've always really gone long enough. You're right, and we've always said he was just kind of there. But, yeah, as, as I mentioned, we, we've started this off with Liverpool. But, yeah, there were some smelly teams this year. Southampton, definitely one of the smelliest. So they get an F from me. Yeah, I, I don't see what else you can give. Because, you know, in a season where, you know, towards the end of the season, oh, none of the none of the sides around the relegation zone could even pick up a little bit of form. You know, it was the odd win here and there, and that was it at best. You know, I think what's it, Everton won 2 out of 12 to stay up. Jesus. So, I mean, yeah, yeah the bar was not very really high to clear. I mean, you know. If you get relegated early in this standard of league, you are awful. And you, I'm you, telling you, this was a bad time. year for the Premier League. This was a yeah. bad Premier League year. And in, in that bad year, Southampton were justifiably the worst of the lot. So, yeah, F. Yeah. F, F. All right. Similarly, John, take it away. Um, in 18th place in the league, we have Leicester City, my brother-in-law's team. I don't remember a side with the kind of talent they've got there. When, you know, with like James Madison, with you know, in Archo, even even with God's sake, you know, even with a diminished Jamie Vardy up there. I know he's losing a step, but he still he can still throw out inside. They're, they're, what, two years off winning the FA Cup? I think, something like that. Yeah. And Yuri um, Tielemans is still there? Yeah. Tielemans, Tielemans and Madison is a good basis for a midfield there. And th- they have just been awful this year. Brendan Rodgers justified this act. Dean Spurt, you need someone half-decent to replace him. Dean Smith was not that man by any no. way. no. No, no, and especially, yeah. I mean, Brendan Rodgers talked a lot of. I mean, we all know he's he likes to talk. He likes to talk big, big things, and he did not achieve them one bit. And Dean Smith was not the guy to save them, even though it has to be said, for about twenty minutes this morning they were safe. And it all comes down to what you know. James Madison missing a penalty to go two goals up against Everton as well. Right. That that's what killed them in the end. But yeah, they no, had but, and didn't take it. All right. Well, well, so what's your grade? I can't give them anything but an F, to be honest. Same. Yep. They had the talent to stay up, and they didn't. Yep. Straight they, up. They went. They finished below sides who have not got the talent or ability that they have in that side. Yep. No, I absolutely agreed. F for Leicester City. Uh, next up, I have number four here. So we have Newcastle United. Their first Champions League bid since 2003, I believe. Uh, that that yeah. was back in the days of Bobby Robson <laughs> as, wow. as manager. Yeah, I'm not going to say, yes, they are owned by a sovereign wealth fund. Really, they have not splashed all of the cash, though. So we do have to take into account that 
despite not really getting, you know, the, the, the upper crop of players, like they did not pull Holland. They did not pull Mbappe like was rumored, but also Eddie Howe, eh, he knows how to manage it turns out. Given, given some resources. Now, they also played some real shithouse football a lot of the now, time. This, this is what I was coming to because this is back to my grade a little for them. But they, they, they are, are, are some of the worst time-wasting I've seen. And the, the way they go down to stop attacks, it goes beyond for me. So, you know, the, the standards of football sometimes. Yeah, so they, I, they, they play some real shithouse football. They, they play oh. some real shithouse football. But you know what? It, I mean, God bless them. It did work. They're in the Champions yeah. League. You know what? I, I'm going to give them. I'm going to give them an A minus, because when you consider where they had come from in the two previous seasons when they were relegation candidates, and now they made <laughs> Champions League, you have to give them credit, and you do actually have to give credit to Eddie Howe for that too. Yeah, and. And the signings have been smart rather than big. You know, Isaac, Alexander Isaac was a good player. We knew he was a good player, but he's not the guy you go, this is the guy to take us over the edge. This is the guy to give us Champions League football. He uh, So, yeah, I, I think a, a, I mean, I, I think to split it, you know, F, my F, <laughs> and invent new alphabets for the morality of it, but for the actual achievement on right. the pitch, yeah, I, th- I think A minus is absolutely fair. You know, twenty years without Champions League football, did, you know, it doesn't matter. Did did you get there because Spurs, because Chelsea, because Liverpool had bad seasons? Doesn't make a difference. Don't matter. They took care of their own business and they did it well. Right, but again, they were also relegation candidates the last two years too. Yeah, and, and yeah, and from, and, from and, were, at one point we thought they were they might be the richest club in the championship. <laughs> So, yeah. So yeah, yeah you know, all, all credit to Eddie Howe. He he did a he did a good job. So yeah, I give him an A minus. And what was your final grade? I I will go with an A minus two on that. I think fair. Yeah, obviously the morality, of course, is is like a Z minus, but you know, or sorry, yeah. <laughs> Z minus for our British no, listeners. No, no. We're inventing new alphabets for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, our our random number generator has thrown us what next, John? It has thrown us 17. It has thrown us Everton. (laughs) The single most joyless club in the Premier League. This this is one of the reasons I give Leicester an F. They finished behind a club who played their, you know, a a must-win game today without a striker, a recognised striker, all without recognised fallbacks. This is a side who, basically, they they are trash. They have been mismanaged for years. They, you know, it, it's an example for how you do not do wealth. You, you how you misspend any kind of benefactor's money. And you know, and I'd say, and the managerial appointments: Frank Lampard, Sean Dyche. Get to fuck, boys. Get to fuck. <laughs> they are the two worst appointments I could think of anyone making. Sean Dyche, Sean Dyche reminds me of, especially when you hear him talk and you just look at him and you hear him talk in a, in a post-match interview, he reminds me of, you know, any 
British cop show I've ever watched. The one that's the <laughs> obviously corrupt cop, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice guy off the scene. I'm not criticizing him personally. But his style of football is so reductive and it's going to be trash to watch next year. I think they did a Premier League of the Series by staying up, to be honest. Because you know, there is one single player in there that I would like to see. And frankly, let, let's when, when we talk about shit housing football, let's talk Jordan fucking Pickford. Oh, boy. The man who, I, I think if it wasn't for Emmy Martinez, would have wasted essentially the entire season just lying on the ball. As a friend said, I wasn't watching the, I wasn't watching the Everton game today because, frankly, I'm not wasting my life watching them. <laughs> he said... Pickford's then injured. I went, oh, yeah, did he fall, injure himself falling on the ball again then? Man, no, I'm, I'm sorry. For the trash nature of the team, for the fact that you still employ the butcher of Van Dyke, the, the time-wasting arsehole that is Jordan Pickford, the man with the shortest arms for a goalkeeper in history, it's an F, and if there's an ungraded, I would put ungraded on me. That, that that that's England number one, Jordan Pickford. You're you're referring to John. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's actually better for England than he is for his club. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say that uh, Everton is part one of one of my feces that I'm going, and I did say feces with a th. <laughs> I was going to ask you <laughs> uh, that that I'm going to uh, that I'm going to uh, to to relate later. Oh, about, uh, well, when we discussed the club five places above Everton, but yeah, oh, yeah. It, 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 oh, it, yeah. it's one of my theses, but yeah, when you go from Frank Lampard to Sean Dyche, the, the, the desperation is clearly off the charts at that point. Um, the fans, even though they were rushing the pitch at Goodison Park, uh, because, you know, clearly joyful that the final season of Goodison Park will actually be in the Premier League. Or will it be the final season of Goodison Park, well, given how construction's going? Yeah, right. I mean, I do see the, the, the banners for Everton Stadium uh, in, in the post-match. But when you also had half of the fans chanting, sack the board... It was like, the only like Everton fans couldn't even decide how to celebrate staying up you know so yeah I, honestly yeah everton were just god awful this year just inexcusably god awful they get an f for me as well hey they and, and plus that away kit is still an abomination <laughs> oh jesus yes it, they deserve an f for that alone oh yeah absolutely uh next up number 16 just above them nottingham forest now, I was really happy for Nottingham Forest last season, and I'm kind of happy that they've made it here too. But the ownership flushing the entire team and basically starting over for the most for the most part, yet yeah, not great, and did not do them a bit of service, uh, especially in the in the uh, in the earlier parts of the season where they were assured relegation candidates, but now. Because everybody else was so awful, this is the first time in quite some time that we've had all three promoted teams stay up. So, um, I mean, good for uh, Steve Cooper for keeping his nerve and and actually getting them to uh, to stay up. You know, Arsenal doing a complete botch job a week ago helped them significantly, of course. 
and Liverpool back earlier in the season. Oh, that's true too. So I mean, yeah, again, they they were the benef they, they were the beneficiaries of some really crappy teams this year, <laughs> and, and some really crappy performances by good teams. Um, yeah. All that being said, um, you know, I give them a D plus because they did stay up when nobody expected them to. And Steve Cooper did the best he could, but was it really the best he could? And I'm going to say, I don't I think don't it really was. See, I, I, I would kind of disagree there slightly on Steve Cooper's job because Steve Cooper, and we can see this with the club that finished four places above them. You know who I'm talking here. Steve Cooper had almost an entirely new team to put together over, um, over the summer. And he built an entirely new team out of that and gotten to stay up. Yes, the standard at the bottom was poor this year, but they were you know, they were never really horribly out of touch with, with safety in the Premier League. They were pretty much you know, they, they were long out of that relegation fight by the end. And the, the the funniest thing I've seen, Steve Cooper went, Yeah, we need a really busy summer this year. Jesus, what? How much busier can you get? I was going to say, what what is busy by their standards? Too friggin' many teams. Oh boy, going. I would. So I'd, I'd go. You, you know, as a promoted club, the first priority, particularly if you, particularly if you've been at the Premier League for a while or you've not been in the Premier League, you stay up, and they comfortably stayed up. So I'm quite happy to go. Yeah, it's a C on that one, you know. If it was other clubs who were who were you know going down level, finishing there, different story. But I, I I think I'd give them a straight C for that. Okay, fair, fair. All right, next up. <laughs> Take it okay. away, John. We have the, we have the team in eighth place. The team. You know, the highest team to miss out on European football this year, despite 30 goals from Sir Brexit. <laughs> Frank, listeners, you can't see this again, but Jeff is doing cartwheels around the room here. <laughs> because, lads, it's Spurs. It's Tottenham. Spurs, Spurs who were, seem to be in and around the Champions League spots and the European spots all year and contrived at the last minute to fall out of them. Lads, it spurs. I you know what what the hell is this club about? What the hell are they doing? You know, it it seems that it's not, not, an not, not to sound like Antonio Conte for a second, but it, you know, despite despite what we say about him, despite his habit of backing into players who are in the air and risking their safety. You, you wasted the essentially wasted the careers of Harry Kane and you know Son, who are whatever you say, two of the best players in the Premier League. You know Harry Kane has thirty goals this year, thirty goals. That's ridiculous for a side that didn't even make European football. How do you get that? I, 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 hold on, wait, 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 wait. Let, 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 let's quantify that even further. He broke Jimmy Greaves' all-time record this season. Yeah. And he broke Wayne Rooney's all-time England record. 
And what's he got to show for all this? What's he got to show for this? He is a Champions League runners-up medal. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Harry Kane is the great. Possibly could be one of the greatest undecorated players of all time. And you're absolutely right. And this is something that because we we never get around to one of the topics we keep saying we're going to get around to, and then we we still haven't done it. But Tottenham Hotspur have wasted possibly the 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 possibly the best Asian footballer of his generation in Hyunmin Son. Yeah, absolutely. I again, these grades you go against expectations, and you think this Spurs side. You it doesn't matter they've had a bad side. It doesn't matter that they have trash around Harry Kane and Son. They they should be doing much better than this. So I I cannot give I I'm giving them a D minus. That feels generous. Really? Because I'm going to give them a straight F because this team Dang. absolutely <laughs> sucked. Th- this was a joyless side to watch. Even though okay, yeah, sure they thrashed Leeds four to one. Yeah, Leeds were trash too. Look, can, can were, I say were, I, they, once again restating my thesis? Joyous. They weren't quite joyous. There was Ricarlison's equaliser at Anfield being immediately followed by Jota scoring them, being played in by a Spurs player for the winning goal. You know what? Okay, so here, yeah, let me let me restate. Okay, so let me get back to my thesis of there were a lot of stinky, smelly, sweaty, shitty teams this season, and Tottenham Hotspur certainly was one of them. Absolutely, they they Antonio Conte. Did not have a direction for this club. Daniel Levy does not have a direction for this club. Uh, Richarlison, I'm going to go... uh, I have heard Richarlison be described as one of the biggest flops of this season. I'm going to go a little further and use another F word. One of the biggest frauds of this season. Richarlison was garbage. And I don't care, he scored, yeah, I know, he scored a real stunner at the World Cup, but, you know, that's the World Cup, you know. You know it, what are they going to do when they, that, I mean, because Harry Kane is going to be on his way out. He, he He's heading to Manchester United. He deserves a medal somewhere. He's going to Manchester United. I, I, I don't care, I mean, Eric Ten Hag's going ha- to look at him and say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to grab him now. Because he he has been completely wasted by Spurs, and yeah, I don't like the guy. I I I, I hate him, but you know what? You, you can't deny his goal scoring prowess, and you can't deny that he's he's got nothing to show for. It. And in, in true Tottenham fashion, he has had absolutely nothing to show for it. And Antonio Conte ranting and raving was the most correct thing ever, even though he didn't put himself in there because let's face it, he had already been in charge for 18 months at that point yep. and should have been saying, yeah, you know what? I'm kind of fucking up here too. Yeah. But Antonio Conte has a habit of not have that. Doesn't well, he? That he much is true there. too. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is Pete Conte we're talking about here. Yeah. absolutely. So <laughs> yeah. Tottenham Hotspur, you get an F and you fully deserve it because you sucked. <laughs> and that's how, and, that, and that's where I'm leaving that. That's how Jeff sees it. <laughs> that damn straight. Up next, number nine, believe it or not, uh, Brentford. Uh, last season's darlings. Um, 
did much the same as they did last season, honestly. Um, I they were uh, they were in with a shout for Europe for a little while there. They didn't quite make it, but you know what? Thomas Frank still doing a really good job there. The biggest question, of course, is what are they going to do without Ivan Tony for? Well, well to-, to be fair, to be fair, I've, I've got to give Tony credit for backing himself all the way. <laughs> wow, <laughs> John went there. Um, <laughs> whoo. <laughs> Ooh, hot take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so long story short. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do without Ivan Tony for most of next season. So uh, that will be interesting. They're going to, they're going to have to do some transfer business. Um, yeah. And they're going to have, they're going to have to get a striker that can match Tony. Yeah. Which, they, may, they, not, which may not be as easy a task as, you know, you would think. No, totally. They, they need someone just to put themselves about in front to absorb, to occupy defenders. I don't know who they're going to go for. I can't, I can't see, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. They, they have, I, I think they can attract someone decent there. They have the money. They're an established Premier League club. Um, again, they play some shithouse stuff. You know, it's, it's the players who, who will happily batter you around and then go down if you go within a country mile of them. It's a, I think we had some like 63% possession against them, and we conceded 19 fouls somehow. Get to fuck, baby. But, <laughs> yeah, but the, the, it's a, they, they're a good side. They know what they do. They, you know, they may not be pretty side to watch all the time, but they're a smart side. They make the most of what they do, and they absolutely deserve to be where they are. I would very much exempt them from being in that category of stinky, smelly clubs in the Premiership this year. Oh, I would too. No, I gave them a. a I'm giving them a B plus. I, I think B plus is absolutely fair because you know, again, once you've got up the thing to do is stab yourself. They were they were flirting with European football for a long time, and yeah, Brent, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, yeah, total triumph. Yeah, so yeah, the so the 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 Bs of Brentford get a B. Totally. Meanwhile, elsewhere in West London. Yeah, <laughs> the the random number generator goes eight, nine, ten. Go figure. But it's the only time this kind of happens. So yeah. Then we have Fulham, okay, a promoted side, and a promoted side who did really, really well. Uh, you know, it was there from the first day of the season. They probably should have beaten Liverpool first game of the season. Mitrovic uh, had a good year until a certain FA Cup game, even if he can't take penalties. Um, Andreas, they got the most out of him this year as well. Um, I, I enjoyed watching Fulham this year, and I can't say I've seen, said that for a good decade or so. Yeah, they were they were a fun side to watch, uh, Mitrovic notwithstanding, and somehow they weathered the storm of Mitrovic's eight game ban after you know shoving a a uh, an official during that the FA Cup game against Manchester United. Uh, Tony Khan did a really good job here, uh, possibly better than what he's doing at the moment with his wrestling company, because as, <laughs> we, record, as we record this, I am going to be, there is a pay-per-view tonight that it will be the first AEW pay-per-view I miss in quite some time because it just plain does not interest me. But anyway, back to the football, Fulham, actually, yeah, they were an entertaining side, and you never knew when you when a side was going to get Mitrovich. And, you know, there is always that danger there. So, yeah, you know what? For for them being a promoted side and ended as high as they are, I'm giving them an A-. Yeah, absolutely. I I would 
I'd agree with that. Um, a minus bordering on an eight because they didn't spend that huge amount of money coming back up. No, they so, did. They really didn't. But so, nor did they yeah. need to because remember they scored like over a hundred goals. Yeah, last, totally. in the in the championship the previous year. And yeah, and this they they didn't make the mistake of having Scott Parker as manager this time. So yeah. <laughs> Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you should mention that, John, because our next one uh, did have the mistake of having Scott Parker as manager, at least for the first couple of weeks. I have uh, number 15 next, so that's 15th place Bournemouth, who really started off <laughs> poorly uh, after a 9-0 thrashing by Liverpool. Uh, you could just see the distress on Scott Parker's face. Like, it, it was just like, this is not going to end well, and it did not, especially after he slagged the board off in his yeah. press conference. I, I was going to say, if you're going to slag the board off, the time to do it is not after you've just had the match, the worst defeat in Premier League history. Yeah, I, yeah. That being said, uh, going forward, Bournemouth were just kind of okay. And they stayed up, which congratulations to them. So they didn't stink necessarily, but they were a little ripe. They were a little ripe. So uh, they yeah, they need to get the children out. Yeah, yeah, they they really maybe just need to go hit the showers real quick. Uh, I'm gonna give them a C minus. Yeah, I think C minus is fine. Uh, yeah, it's say they recovered really well from that abysmal start. Cause I I just saw once I started came out for that thought. They're going straight back down, but no, they, they, there's a bit of uh, resilience there, which I wasn't expecting. And again, not a huge amount spent. So yeah, I, 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 I'd, I'd go straight to see, I think, Britt. All right, fair. Okay, Team in sixth, and we have Brighton and Hove Albion. Let, let's put it this way. One of the few teams this season, I think, who deserve... Uh, who I will happily give an A+. plus. They are in their highest ever league position. They keep finding gems. You know, they lost their manager to Chelsea, in, what, four or five games in, was it? Pretty much, and, yeah. But, yeah. And, and brought in, really smartly brought in, Roberto Giuseppe, who is a, as, as we saw in Serie A, plays exactly the brand of football that Brighton like. There is continuity there. There is planning. They are a really well-run club behind the scenes. And, you know, someone like, you could say Matoma was one of the discoveries of the season because that guy was absolutely brilliant for weeks. Uh, you, okay. you, you will be surprised to know who was scouting Kaoru Matoma but did not land him. Would that be Celtic? That would be Celtic. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they keep... Finding replacements for good players. They, you know, they keep turning the player staff over. They're, they're a brilliantly run club. They play a cracking brand of football. You know, they play a possession. They are happy to play that at the back. You know, I, I think they went back. Um, Zerbi came back. He, he went to the English keeper, who has been brilliant for them as well. So I, I mean, for, what the, for the way they've been run, for the brand of football they've been playing, the fact they they were they will be in the Europa League next year, and frankly, I'd have been quite happy to see in the Champions League because they again an entertaining side. I think their brand of football would suit the Champions League. I'm I'm just going to say a straight A plus from me for Brighton. You know I am too. 
Uh, despite the fact that they shithoused uh, Arsenal to the extent that Gabriel Martinelli was out for the rest of the season. Yeah, um, that was good. Yeah, and, and well, but that's also a lot to do with 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 the officiating and 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 refereeing competence. But overall, I mean, and you, you were talking about Roberto De Zerbi. Don't forget, you you left out Shakhtar Donetsk from there, Absolutely. which is where he immediately had come from, where he had Mikhailo Mudrik at his disposal, and you know, unfortunately, you know, beat you know. Scored twice but, against Celtic. Scores twice against Celtic. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you know what? It, it was funny though because one of the big criticisms, you know, that I kept hearing was, "Well, how many people have actually seen Mudrik?" Uh, me because I was watching the Champions League games with Celtic. Yeah. You know? So yes, I did see Mudrik, but Deserby did a fantastic job overall, totally. and, and and he even managed to weather the fact that he lost. Leandro Trossard to Arsenal, which was a really good transfer for Arsenal, it turned out. It works both ways, I think. Because, I mean, and, you know, Deser- I mean, he'd fallen out of favor with Deserby, um, but managed to keep Moises Caicedo, too. And now look, and, and you know... And McCall- Alexis McAllister will cut Ale- when yeah, he- Ale- Alex Alexis McAllister at Brighton. Yeah. Will he stay there? I don't know. I doubt it, but maybe. Because- I-, I don't think he will. Because look at this. But look at this. But I mean, look at this. They Brighton changed managers because they they lost their manager because he departed for Chelsea and finished six spots above Chelsea. Yeah. This is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah, absolutely A plus work from Brighton and Hove Albion this season. No, no question. No question. Yeah. All right, I have third place next. Manchester United. They, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> they were looking to be one of the dumpster fires of the season. And you know what? In maybe some very large ways, they still were. But after the 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 needless controversy created by Cristiano Ronaldo, in service for only Cristiano Ronaldo... And considering what he's managed to achieve since then, which has been uh, absolutely nothing after going to Al Nasir. Um, wait, was it Al Nasir or Al Al? It was Al Nasir, wasn't it? I think it was Al Nasir. Yeah. I mean, yeah, th- there's been more reports about Cristiano's, uh, you know, lifestyle upending, you know, the law, the morality laws in Saudi Arabia than there has been his, his performances on the pitch for Al Nasir. But uh, uh, amazing what happens when you take away Cristiano Ronaldo and suddenly Marcus Rashford and John Sancho look like the players that we all thought they were. Mm-hmm. Totally amazing coincidence there. I, I have to be honest, I was devastated when Ronaldo, <laughs> Ronaldo threw his hissy fit and uh, stormed out because that was holding United back for me um, but, all season. But also, team- keep a, but keep in mind... Prior to that, they did beat Liverpool. They did beat Arsenal. Yeah, but the first two games of the season, what was it, that 4-0 at Brentford, which was a horror show? <laughs> that was I, – I have pics of screen caps from that match. Yeah. I mean, that was hol- uh, hilarious. And, 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 um, and you know what? Eric Ten Hag finally realized that Harry Maguire is no damn good. <laughs> yeah, that, I was going to come to that. It's – you know, he wasn't – 
constrained by the mistakes that United have made, which were having players in there who didn't suit the side they wanted. You know, they wanted essentially a fast counter-attacking style Bruno in there distributing the ball because that's what Bruno does well. Because Bruno, you don't, do, you do not buy Bruno Fernandez for a hard-working midfielder. You buy him to create the chances, and they looked a so much better side for doing that. Much tighter at the back. Uh, that's the basis, you know, it was 18 clean sheets I think they had this year. He got the golden glove for David De Gea, which is, you know, frankly a miracle at this stage of De Gea's career because De Gea is not the keeper he was, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm sorry, any... that should have been Ramsdale, but anyway. <laughs> you didn't keep enough clean sheets, my, bo- my man. <laughs> you know, if, if Saliba could stay fit, you know, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just now... Next season is going to be the real interesting one. Oh, and, you know, yeah. let's me forget, too, that part of what was bringing, bringing Man U down that could have taken them to, to higher places was the fact that they were dependent on Casemiro, who, who discovered that, yeah, he's not in the pocket of – he's not in the – he doesn't have the refs in the pocket like he did at Real Madrid. No. <laughs> the so, right yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, all this being said – Man, you, I'm going to give them a B plus because that they were an utter trash fire to start the season. They I, did I, I, well to come I, back. Mar- Rashford and Sancho finally looked like the players we thought they were going to look like. I, I, I agree, but again, it's a side that kind of looked fragile at times. I think we still had a little bit of a soft underbelly. Oh, I think, Marti- I think, I, I think uh, what's his name, Martinez, I think he's, I, I think he's easily gotten to yeah absolutely Brentford proved that yeah and and again the the bigger players are always going to bully him if they can if they can isolate him because his size is a bit of an issue but let's face it i i can't possibly talk about when you were going seven fucking nil boys that's your memory from the season take it and fuck off um <laughs> I, I i would i would kind of give them a b because i think they're a work in progress Ten Hag has he's made some he made some really good decisions on personnel. He, he's the first manager with the authority to you know tell Ronaldo where to shove it. So yeah, I, I'd I'd say a B, and I want to see more next season from from him really to see how good they can be. Understand that's going to be the test. All right, all right. So we are into thirteenth place. Possibly the dullest side in the Premier League, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Oof. It's... I, I really kind of had trouble when I was thinking of this grade because, again, they, it's a nothing kind of a season for them. They weren't ever really in relegation trouble. They weren't ever really threatening to go to kick on to the top half of the Premier League. I I, I don't know. It, it's And again, they, they kind of... Hard to watch as well. Yeah, you know, the the number of nil nils, one nils. In there, I, I I can't go. I I mean, I I can't remember too much. Great stuff from them. I, I it's a straight C. I think is all I can give them. Yeah, I mean they're, they're a straight C because that's what they showed. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think Hulin Lopetegui is going to have his fun and time. And when you when you have transferred in Diego Costa. Yeah. Yeah. You, 
you are you are swimming in mediocrity at that point. Yeah, if so, you're going for Diego Costa in 2023, the zombie Diego Costa. Let's face yes, it. This let's face it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are drowning in mediocrity at that point. So yeah, a C because I, I really have nothing else to say about Wolves. They, they, they were we, they were there. That's literally it. They were there. Yeah. I, I think we're going to have a lot to say on the next one, aren't we? <laughs> Remember my original thesis, John, that there were a lot of smelly, stinky, sweaty, just just shit-encrusted teams in the Premier League this year. I Chelsea do, exemplifies this so much. And, and I, I would also refer to my theory that we need to invent whole new alphabets to describe how bad Chelsea's season has been. Chelsea are in 12th place. They got absolutely... I mean, I, I need the Gene Wilder soundbite from 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 uh, from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. That's what we need for this, for Chelsea. Todd Bowley has absolutely no idea what he's doing. And no, it, it starts from there, obvious. and it just it cascades down. All, all I'm saying is, Todd Bowley, you know, he starts coming. He goes, you know, I, he's he's learned all his nice off Google, off YouTube, or whatever videos or whatever. Right. I'm going. There were a lot of European football agents who are very rich men and therefore very good at making money who saw him coming and went, "Thank you very much." The just, it's like the room. It's like watching the sting, you know, here. <laughs> One for I, the kids. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. He, he, he signed players to these absolutely insane contracts, like the, the, the type of contract that should be illegal. Yeah, the sport. It, 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 eight years? Eight-year eight contract. No, they are not. Not a single one of these players is going to last the length of those contracts. Not a single one. No, and there are rumors, I believe, that he will happily get rid of every single player who was there before he got to the club. And the, and apparently they need to to comply with F, with the football fair, the fair play FFP. Oh, the 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 FFP rules that the previous Chelsea owner wrote. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, and, okay. and, but you know what? Let's not even let's not even dwell on Todd Bowley, even though he is the the. the I mean, the the box start starts and stops with him. Totally. I mean, I mean well, that, when you're firing Thomas, when, when you're firing Thomas Tuchel after five games because of a fluke loss to Bakabi Haifa in the I, Champions yeah. League, and then. You grab one of the hottest man, you know, one of the 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 hottest managers, English managers in uh, in Graham Potter. I feel bad for Graham Potter because he was I, in over his head. Graham Potter was in over his head. He was, hand, yeah, because again, these these are you know he had a lot of big egos in the dressing room who did not cover themselves in glory when they started calling Harry Potter. This Graham Potter was asked to what Graham Potter was asked to do was basically. They blindfolded him, 
and and you know gave i would say they told us to make a jigsaw picture out of these pieces unfortunately the pieces they handed him were a box of cornflakes right so i think you've made this joke before <laughs> it, yeah it was an impossible job it, it was an absolutely impossible job and now Graham Potter's stock has dropped because, you know, he looks like an idiot for this. But then they go to Frank Frick. Well, although I take that back. No, first they they have a manager. Oh, no, wait. Or was that Spurs? Who was it that had a manager that never selected a team before? Was it Ryan Mason? I think it might, it might well be Ryan Mason. Oh, was it the... No, I think it was the dude from... No, it was at Spurs, I think. It was at yeah. Spurs, yeah. So, yeah, okay, so, well, I mean, they suck, too, and, I mean, they, 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 yeah, they suck, too. I mean, and, and God help Maurizio Pochettino walking in here into Chelsea, but they went back to Frank Lampard. Uh, the, the I, I think we, we, we uh, the, the biggest uh, takeaway from Chelsea's season, and, and one of my theses that I did not get to state but I hinted at during the Everton talk was that Frank Lampard is an absolutely abysmal manager of football and probably should never have another managerial job again of any consequence. Yeah, he took Derby, you know, a big spending Derby side all the way from sixth place to sixth place. Um, and look at what he did with Everton and with, with Chelsea here. I, I think he's one of the worst winning percentages in Premier League history from a manager who's been there for a reasonable amount of time. You know, this is a Chelsea side who spent an absolute fuck ton of money in the summer, who, you know, they again, spent an absolute you fuck ton of money in January. Yeah. In the I summer, mean, Mudrick didn't do shit. No. <laughs> Joel, Mudrick, Felix, Joel Felix didn't do shit. And these are good players. These are, these are these fantastic are, players. And they couldn't do crap because no. Chelsea because Chelsea are they're beyond a dump dumpster fire. They're, 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 they're the whole landfill is on fire. Plan. You 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 look at the players they got and you go, how does that all fit together? Where, where what how do you want to play? And and let's look at this. They spent a fuck ton of money in the summer and in January on new players. You know, again, money that I think dwarves pretty much what anyone else in world football spent. To record, I think their lowest points total since they were relegated last time, the lowest goal tally they've ever had in the Premier League. I think they barely average one a game. I'm saying that this is the single worst season any club has had in Premier League history because you look at the standard of what they'd expect and you look at where they are on the table. I I, I take points off, you know, I, I, I give them points for the comedy value of appointing Frank Lampard. But I can't even go there. If yeah. They took the green pot situation. How can we make this even worse? How can we pour oil on the trash fire? Yeah, there's Big Frank in there. Hey, 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 let me just sum this up with... They gave the, up by putting Frank Lampard. Let's put it that way. Yeah, l l let me sum this up in one statement, which cannot be argued with, because this is not a statement of opinion. This is a statement of fact. The other two clubs in West London finished above them. <laughs> West London is not blue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chelsea, F minus. They were the worst. Ch Chelsea, F minus, ungraded. 
Go through six alphabets. Worth of, in fact, fact, go, you know what? Every, you know what? go through every single alphabet in the world. Come out the other side. And the letter beyond that is what I'm giving Chelsea. No, I, I'm going to give them a G. For, I'm giving them a G for GTFOH. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Ungraded. Fuck you, bitches. <laughs> All righty. All right. <laughs> wow, that was a rant and a half. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was exactly what I was hoping for. We have in seventh place Aston Villa. Now, Villa were looking, I think particularly we did this mid-season, and they were looking awful. They, you know, Steve Gerrard era was crashing and burning. Unai Emery comes in and he gets European football from these guys. It's a season of two halves, essentially, from Villa here. Absolutely. You know, I I, I wonder if, you know, I, I do wonder if maybe we were a bit harsh at Arsenal with Unai Emery. And then I look at his record and I'm like, yeah, no, maybe we weren't. He, he had one really brilliant run of games in that. And then and, and that when, was once it. he got found out... Off the cliff, and then that was it. I mean, he, I mean, yeah, botching that that run, that last run of games in, in his first season. But he's come good at Villa. Maybe Villa just suits him better. And mm. you know, he's only got his highest conference league. He he won't find it as easy as as Europa League. Maybe. Well, we, we did, he, I don't know. He, he's got the talent to do all right there. I think they they were. I watched their game today again. Villa are a very decent side. Uh, Jacob Ramsey, it brings us Louise in there. Um, Ollie Watkins leading their line is a terrific striker. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm giving them a B plus. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely a B plus. And again, that's probably made up for kind of a, a D and, and an A on the different halves of the season. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. All right, this will be interesting. Next up, uh, first place, Manchester City. Um, I, I'm going to sum up their season in three words, Erling Brat Holland. Yeah. You, you go out and sign the best striker in world football to go five points backwards or four points backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and yet at, in the end, they were still only five points ahead of Arsenal. So does that, that mean, is, so does that mean city had a worse season or did Arsenal have a better season? I think it means both. It could you mean know, it, both. Boy, if they did not have Holland, they may have been... I, I, things yeah, may I, have I, been different. Yeah, I think they were on a par with last year because, you know, the last two games, they weren't particularly interested comparatively. Well, I mean, they've already won the title by then, so yeah. why should they? Yeah, they, they, they are they're making sure that they stay fit for their cup finals. So Yeah, which they still do have. I mean, they, they are on course to maybe be the next uh the the next English treble, the first one since nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah, only, so, the, only only the third treble in English history, even though the one treble didn't have the FA Cup in it. Right. So we'll see. We will see. Yeah, overall, I mean, uh, what else can we say about Man City? They have the resources to to feel to 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 buy three first teams and they're still under investigation for financial issues. And and, and, so, yeah. and, and, and any grade that comes with an asterisk. Yeah, that. it comes with an asterisk, but they do get an A. And they only get an A because everybody expected them to win the title. 
I think, yeah, honestly, absolutely. Holland was just the cherry on was just the cherry on top. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what what memorable moments were there from City? It was just a case of you know, once it got into the second half of the season where Brunel's is suffering from the fatigue after the long season of the World Cup. City have just got the resources, plug and play players, plug and play. Bring uh, you know redeployment of John Stones tactically. Yeah, you know Pep does what Pep does, and I, I'm going to spoil you here. A, ca- a cameo in the latest episode of Ted Lasso from him as well. So <laughs> what do you know? He genuinely is in it as well. Wow. <laughs> You'll yeah. I, I was just like really. Yeah, because yeah, didn't one of the characters come from Man City? Yes, Jamie Tart is an actor. Yeah, that's right, Tart. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that, that comes that comes into it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's they get an A because they're going to get a treble, but it kind of feels like you know with I I can't see any joy in it. Where it's you know something like United, they had a kind of a struggle against the odds to do it. You know, they had um, against Juventus, say the the semi final against Arsenal in the FA Cup, the two one against Liverpool where they scored two goals really late on to win it. They, you know, they they were struck. You know, I think they won the league on the last day off the top of my head as well. City, you know, Arsenal made them sweat for maybe half a season, but one, you know, second half of the season, Arsenal haven't got the resources City had, which is essentially why they didn't, you know, why they kind of blew up a little towards the end of the season, but not in any sort of major way. Yeah, you, you, you've got to give them an A because it's City and that's a standard they give themselves. It's a, it's a yeah. But even then, then they weren't quite as good as last year, I didn't think. But just with extra goals up front. So, yeah, A. A is fair for them, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, A. What else can you say? Alrighty, so which brings us to three clubs left. We have Leeds United. Um Whew. I think this is the definition of crashing and burning, <laughs> to be honest. It's, again, I, I look at that side and I, I think they should be better than they are. But then, I, you know, I, I messy. It, it's a, watch them at Anfield. They they were one of the, I think they're the first side outside when we've had, when we had no central defenders to win at Anfield in the top era. You know, the only side to beat a Virgil van Dijk, a Virgil van Dijk in Anfield in the league in the Klopp era, and they were a good side. They played well and deserved it. And then uh, we went there at the end of the season, went to Leeds, and we absolutely thrashed them without seeming to break sweat for half of it. You know, I, I, I was just like Ilian Messier. He was a revolving door at the end of the season. You know, it was like what? What were you doing? Just standing up there? Yeah, Mel- Melier really fell Mel- off. Oh, and, he so Yeah, he, he really fell off. I mean, when, when you've replaced Jesse Marsh, who was actually in his own way continuing the standard of football uh, set by, uh, oh, God, now I'm <laughs> losing his name all of a sudden, the previous manager. Uh, um, Marcelo Bielsa. Bielsa. God, why couldn't I remember that? My memory is not what it once was, folks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, he in his own way, he was continuing the standard set by Marcelo Bielsa, and he kept leads up last season, too, did Jesse yeah. Marsh. And, you know, when you've gone from that to Sam frickin' Allardyce, you get everything you deserve. 
at that oh, point. Man. Yeah. Again, uh, there are you know, teams that have sacked their manager and they clearly haven't thought about what's next because you look at who, who in the year of our Lord 2023 thinks that appointing Sam Allardyce is a good idea. I mean, he doesn't even, I mean, not, now we've, but you know what? Maybe it's good in some ways because now we've completely blown up the myth of Sam Allardyce being the relegation saver for everybody. Hey, and that, which was yeah, about the yeah. only thing he had left to hang on to. And now well, with consecutive relegations at West Brom and Leeds United, I never did, want did to see him quit? again. <laughs> did he not quit just before West Brom finished so he didn't have that on his CV? Yeah, I think um, we all Yeah, but we all know. Yeah, all absolutely. Know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I can see why someone would appoint Sam Allardyce back in the mid, you know, two thousands. But it's the same thing as this. You, you what you you appoint the ghost of Jose Mourinho or the you know or ghost of Sam Allardyce <laughs> rather than what they were back then. They are they were you know they were very good at what they did then. It's limited, and now they're just limited. Yeah, and, and yeah, and you know, meanwhile, so you know, Jesse Marsh brings in all these American players, including Weston McKenney on loan from Juve, and yeah, and he was out of a job within got, a week. He got lost. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Leeds was a disaster. They get an F from me. Yeah, I I can't give any other grade. I'd I'd love to, but no. F, I mean, they, um, they were still the only. They're still the only uh, game of English football I've actually attended was Leeds United. So, oh, yeah. Sorry about they lost you. Well. What can you I know, say? So, sorry, yeah, they did. So sorry about you. Good luck in the championship yeah. next season. They spent this season as if, as if Jeff and me were in the stands at every game. That's how bad they've been. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So good luck in the championship next season. I hope you come back up, but... Preferably not ahead of Millwall or Coventry. All right. My last starter is 14th place, West Ham United. Uh, boy, did they fall the hell off from their standard of the last couple of seasons. Uh, David Moyes has been found out. You know, his system at West Ham was completely found out. And yet, they're still in a Europa Conference League final. Yeah, this is what makes it complicated. It does make it complicated. I mean, yeah, they got good marks for that, but we're judging based on their Premier League season. And their Premier League season, they stank. Not enough for an F, but they get, it's a, they get it's a, a D. It's a, yeah. You know, the, I, I, they didn't make that many good moves. They're probably going to lose a couple of players in the semi. You know, someone like I think Declan, Declan Rice is gone. He's, He's gone. gone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they lose him, and that's going to be interesting. But and they don't even have Mark yeah. Noble to rely on anymore. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think David Moyes has been saved by making that European final. I mean, let's just say these words: David Moyes in a European final. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Which parallel universe are we in here? It, it, it seems so unlikely, and yet here we are. Yeah, but I'd love football throwing these things, and and I quite like that he's made a European fight of <laughs> before Man United on that front. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good. There's his revenge, you know. Put that trophy in the air, my man. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, they get a D from me. Yeah, I, I think a D is absolutely fair. Okay, and I, I think it's appropriate that uh, I get the first word on this last one because the last word on this should be left to Mr. Jeffrey D. Vessel. We have the team finishing in second place. We have. I swear this was a random generation. I yeah. swear. He, he said. I, he said this to me, and I'm yeah, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes for a good finish. So who cares? Well done, the random number generator. Again, you kind of go, you kind of think maybe a season to have. The first half of the season was absolutely spectacular. You know, 50 points on the, from the, that first half. Brilliant. The thing people will go, Arsenal bottled it. Arsenal, you know, the, no. Arsenal did not bottle it. The fact is, City are a better resource club built over a much longer time period. They have a squad that can cope with injuries and suspensions. Arsenal do not. This title challenge came in really early in Arsenal's development. But what I've loved this year, I've loved to see Martin Odegaard become the player we all thought he was when he was 15. I've loved Bakary Sanya. Oh, Saka banging those goals. Did you just Kill. say Bakary Sanya instead of Bukayo Saka? Bakary Saka. Yeah, Baka, the Japanese word. Yes, Baka, 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 Baka. Yeah, Saka. <laughs> again, you know, he, okay, he he is possibly the best English player around at the minute. A Martinelli, what well, uh, you know, I watched him against Klopp. I think Glass just said, "I'd love to have him play Liverpool." Yes, I would because that guy is absolute fire this year. Gabriel Jesus up front, magnificent. Saliba in the middle of defence. Ben White converted to a fullback. Uh, it, it's the emergence of a... Re Granit Xhaka actually looked competent this year. Yeah, he, he got... that. That's how good Mikel Arteta is. He got a tune out of Granit Xhaka. I'm almost sorry he's leaving, but, you know, really. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't think this is by any means a finished article. I think it needs another one or two signings. You know, maybe not even first team but a squad, strengthen the squad to make sure there's not a big drop-off when key players get injured. I, I think, you know, this is a very good Arsenal side. They, you know, the trolls will be out saying they balled it, they balled it. No, no, no. This was a site their first title challenge. No one expected this at the start of the year. I'm still giving this side a straight A. Jeff. <laughs> Arsenal did what I wanted them to do which was I wanted top four and I wanted St. Totteringham's Day. We got that. That alone gives them an A. That alone gives them an A, maybe even an A plus because they, they, they matched their goals and boy, did they exceed them too. I wanted top four. We were top two and nearly won the title. We still only five points behind city. Comfortable top two. And I do not want to hear any talk about Arsenal bottling anything after watching Dortmund yesterday. That, <laughs> that was a bottle job. They had yep. that on the plate. That being said, when you look at those five points and you think, boy, if we hadn't had that straight run of draws with Liverpool, West Ham, and Southampton... There's a difference. That right city there. would not have would not have been taking it easy there last two games. That's the thing. That's true, 
but you know there there's the math the transfers were great this year yep gabriel jesus alexander zinchenko leandro trossard in not a big name signing not a big name signing but he was one of our nemeses when he was at brighton and now he's our player and let's not forget eddie and kediak did do his job for a lot of the time that Gabriel Jesus was out. Yeah, I, I think he's got a It's other areas the team needed. He did. Now, I'm still not so sure on Fabio Vieira or Jakob Kivior or a few other of the signings we made. Arsenal will need to get, and it, it's been proven we did not have the depth we, we absolutely needed to make a sustained ch- title challenge. But we still overachieve. It's not a failure because nobody thought we were going to win the title, including nope. us. We did not nope. think we were going to win the title. So on that alone, we overachieved. And we did exactly what we wanted to do. So, yeah, A-plus for me. And, yeah, I know I'm a homer. But this is, you know what? I deserve this after five years of doing this show and wallowing and Arsenal wallowing. And by the way, the new kid is fantastic. Fuck all the haters. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? <laughs> for, for the first time since we do this podcast, Jeff is the king of the podcast because Arsenal finished above Liverpool. We, yes, we did. And we even beat Liverpool this year, too. I'll have you know. Yeah, Liverpool yeah. did not have a winning record against Liver, uh, against Arsenal uh, this year. So We did not beat you this year. You didn't know you did not. You did not. So uh, if you have some thoughts and opinions on our grades. And I know some of you may have some thoughts and opinions on our grades. because I'm sure you don't agree with them. Uh, unless you're a Chelsea fan, in which case you're insane. Uh, you can <laughs> hit us up on Twitter at BustingBallsPod or email us at BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. Uh, you have been listening to this on our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls or the PWOM podcast network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And of course we are on Spotify search busting balls podcast uh, coming up. As I mentioned before the, uh, the sec before halftime uh, next episode, I mean, it, we're basically going to cover FA cup, Scottish cup champions league It'll be our fifth anniversary show, I believe, because I believe that will be about the time that it has been. You know, I think we started in mid June, did we not? Or early June, even. Yes. So yeah, that will be our 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 uh, fifth anniversary show. I can't believe it's been five years of us doing this. Neither can I. <laughs> but man, we talk some shit and we talk it well. <laughs> <laughs> we do indeed. We do indeed. Uh, John, do you have any last words? I certainly do. Forza Inter. Forza Inter. <laughs> Until our fifth anniversary show coming up, it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs>